the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. This is A Different Perspective with Kevin Randall. A retired U.S. Lieutenant Colonel, Kevin Randall has been studying UFOs for nearly 50 years. Kevin has investigated some of the most famous UFO cases in the world and has been consulted for dozens of documentaries about UFOs. Considered one of the leading experts into the Roswell UFO crash of 1947, Kevin has written more than 25 books about UFOs, including the recently published Roswell in the 21st Century. Now, here is the host of A Different Perspective, Kevin Randall. And we have returned from our 167-hour hiatus. This is really A Different Perspective, and I really am Kevin Randall. Today, we have Brenda McClurkin with us. She works at the Special Collections at the University of Texas at Arlington. And those of you who have been following the uh, study, the controversy, the information about the Ramey memo, that is the document General Ramey is holding, in his office uh, in uh, July 8, 1947, while the weather balloon is displayed there uh, after the announcement of the Roswell UFO crash. And that information, that picture, uh, went from the Star-Telegram where it was from the reporter that originally took it, J. Bon Johnson. Eventually, all that information ended up at the Special Collections at the University of Texas at Arlington and has been there for quite a long time. And I've been working with people there for 25 years or or so trying to find this thing. And when we come back after the break in, in a few minutes, I'll give you more information about that. But I thought maybe we just should say hi to Brenda McClurkland. Brenda, how are you? I'm well. Thank you, Kevin, for asking me to be on your show today. Well, I think you have some interesting things to contribute to the at least the study of the Ramey Memo. Tell me a little bit about the special collections there at, uh, at the University of Texas. I mean, we know about the, the famous Ramey uh, Memo, but what else do you have there? Well, the special collections of the University of Texas at Arlington Libraries actually started as the Texas Labor Archives in 1967. So we are about to celebrate our 50th anniversary um, of the Labor Archives, and we are an official, the official repository for Texas AFL-CIO um, records, and um, our oldest uh, union records go back to the late 19th century. They're German um, brewery workers' uh, records from um, San Antonio. But we also started collecting shortly thereafter Texas political history, then we became the University Archives, um, and in 1973 and culminating 1974, a, an attorney um, named Jenkins Garrett, uh, who uh, lived and uh, worked in Fort Worth but was also on the UT System Board of Regents uh, in the Tarrant County Junior College District, gave uh, the UT, UT Arlington his Texana collection. And his collecting focus was Texas history, um, Mexico political history from 1810 to 1920, and the U.S. war with Mexico, 1846 to 1848. And his collection included not only book materials, but manuscripts, sheet music, sermons, speeches, military orders, graphics, and broadsides. 
And well, I've got, a, I've got a break here and ask you a question yep. because sure. this, is, this is March 8th. It's two days after the anniversary of the fall of the Alamo. Right. Did that collection include anything about the Battle of the Alamo or the people who were involved? Yes, it does. Um, we have three foundation documents for the Republic of Texas, uh, including the original broadside version of the uh, Texas Declaration of Independence. We also have the first newspaper account of the fall of the Alamo, uh, which was published in the Telegraph in Texas Register on March 24, 1836. So that's a dandy. Well, and I'll, I'll just explain. A broadside is like a, a big sheet of newsprint that was printed and circulated as opposed to really kind of a newspaper. Right, and right. It was, it was the vehicle to... Um, let the to inform the general public of of the news of the day, right? And one of the things they did, I think Travis had written a letter from the the Alamo Colonel Travis had written a, a letter that was published as a broadside and circulated throughout Texas uh, prior to the fall of the Alamo. Right. I'm in fact, that that issue of the Telegraph and Texas Register includes on the page four um, a copy of of a letter from Travis. Asked. Um, well, we're going to have begging for help. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're going to have to take a break, and I promise okay. we'll get away from the Alamo. Uh, right. I say that to the audience who's tuned in to listen to things about UFOs and, and that nut, that stuff. Well, we'll get back to the Ramey memo. Uh, you can find more information about this at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. And uh, if you're interested in the Roswell case, take a look at my book, Roswell in the 21st Century. We will be back right after these words. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? 
Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. If you're a seeker, don't miss the inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening, Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder, Sandra Cochran's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers throughout the Americas. Sandy's initiations across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt, combined with her knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth, influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private readings, Sacred International Journeys, a meditative CD, and her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate your earthwalk and create a deeper connection to yourself. Find this and more at her website, starwalkervisions.com. And as promised, we are back. I'm talking to Brenda McClurkin, who is uh, one of the people working at the University of Texas at Arlington Special Collections. And before we uh, went away on the break, I had asked her a question about the Alamo, which I find absolutely fascinating, the, his- the whole history of, of uh, the Texas War for Independence and that sort of thing. So there were questions that I had. And one of them um, came to me, there's been a controversy over the years about uh, Davy Crockett surrendering at the Alamo. I'm figuring if uh, all your all your friends are dead and there's like 9 billion Mexican soldiers in the fort, you don't have much choice but to surrender. But that's just my opinion. But the... Um, the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your Quarter Pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. The information came from a book by um, a fellow named De La Pena, I think, that was allegedly published right after the battle and and you had mentioned this collection and i wondered if that if there was a copy of that manuscript in that collection or did that come from somewhere else or do you even know because i mean this is really getting down into the minutiae of the battle well uh the original de la pena diary is at the briscoe center for american history at the university of texas in austin so um i don't I'd have to check to see if we have a copy of it, but um, the original is is at UT. Is there, and again, I'm getting into the minutia, and you might not know this, um, there's a controversy about whether it was a a forgery. Right. uh, And and I wondered if that controversy had been resolved at all. Had anything been done to actually resolve that controversy? I I heard a presentation about that at an archival conference, actually. Um, And... I have not heard any resolution to that, but that was a number of years ago. Well, th- and that kind of gets us back to the UFOs because there's been an awful lot of fake documents passed in the UFO mm-hmm. community. And so I'm familiar with some of the processes of mm-hmm. attempting to uh, validate these things. And in fact, uh, there was um, – and, 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 and I'm going off on a tangent here again. There was a movie called Truth and it was just on uh, the other day and it was about the um, controversy about uh, – uh, George Bush's National Guard Service, Air Guard Service during the Vietnam War. And um, so I, 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 you know, that all kind of plays into the trying to figure out whether a documents are authentic or not 
authentic, inauthentic, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So I, I, it, it's kind of an interesting thing. I think in that case, it's pretty well established. Those documents about Bush's uh, service were forged. But I've gone off on a tangent here, which I well, am known to do. To continue your tangent for just a moment there, I mean, a lot of the early Texas documents have been, there's forgeries there too. In fact, there's a book called Texas Fake that talks about that. Well, there was also one that uh, a guy wrote about David Crockett in the Alamo that, that, that talks about an awful lot of the fakery going on in documentation out of the uh, the Texas War for Independence and the Texas Revolution and that sort of thing, that time period. There's a lot of that sort of thing going on. And as we look at other things, and, and we get an awful lot into the, in the UFO field, and that's what's so important about the Ramey Memo, uh, but you know, you're, you're looking for – a, um, a a provenance of, of the document. Can you link it to something in the area? And with the Ramey memo, notice this brilliant transition here. <laughs> with the Ramey memo, we know when the picture was taken, Ramey is holding the document in his hand. Um, there is all kinds of transmittal documents about uh, the photograph uh, who took it, how it was taken, when it was taken, and all of that sort of thing. So we have the perfect provenance. The only problem is we can't read the memo uh, at this point. You right. were going to comment. <laughs> I was going to say I think there's even some controversy as to how he came by the memo too, isn't there? Yes, there is. Uh, the one thing we can say is the material in the picture is a weather balloon. Uh, the balloon – envelope is seen in the picture the 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 debris from the raywin radar targets is in the picture that's clear as day we we've got that but the question is where did the the document he's holding come from some of the people believe that it was a from the message center there at the base at the um i think it was the, the carswell army airfield at the, not carswell the fort worth army airfield at the time later carswell air force base um was it a, a message uh, from the from the communication center, or did J. Bon Johnson, the reporter, bring it with him? Because it looks like it's a bit of teletype, and and it, it, the thinking is, and Johnson actually said this at one point that he had brought the document into the office and handed it to Ramey. He then uh, backtracked on that when he realized that the importance of the memo would be degraded if it was in fact uh, teletype from the from the newspaper office as opposed to something that had been transmitted by the military. Mm-hmm. That provides us all with the way of getting to it. Now, a year ago, two years ago, coming up on two years ago, yes. you, the university, uh, David Rudiak, I was supposed to be there. I got ill and couldn't, couldn't be there. Right. And a couple of gentlemen who were experts in photography and forensic analysis of photographic materials all went to the University of Texas. You helped arrange that. Uh, yes. Can you tell us a little bit about what went on there so that I can shut up? Okay. And this is the University of Texas at Arlington, sometimes confused with the other UTA, which is UT Austin. So, is, it, um, is there a rivalry there? Do I detect no, a note of rivalry? No, but oftentimes we're confused. You just said University of Texas. I just wanted to clarify where you, you I meant I meant to say University of Texas at Arlington. You're between yes. Fort Worth and Dallas as opposed right. way down south in Austin. Right, exactly. Okay. Okay. Um you contacted me, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, wanted to um, send, wanted to explore um, or have these the negative um, scanned at at the new higher resolutions that are currently available, and um, proposed that um, a team of your colleagues um, come and visit the university UTA. And um, you, the request was, you, we were asked to provide um, equipment um, by which um, the negative could be uh, observed or um, to be viewed. And one suggestion was a um, biological microscope outfitted with a camera. So Dr. Jeffrey Demuth of the biology department was very gracious in allowing us access to such a, a, a microscope and even provided a graduate assistant uh, to help um, operate 
and facilitate the, um, the digitization, uh, the photography of, of the negative. Um, your team also brought their own camera equipment um, and special lenses, but we also had in the library um, a ScanPro microfilm reader, which I think yielded the best results. So they took so, multiple. They took multiple photographs of this negative that yes. was originally taken in July of 1947 by the photographer from the Fort Worth right. Star Telegram. Right. The archive, the photo archives for the Fort Worth Star Telegram, were donated to the special collections. Right. At some point, along with the cop and the copyright was transferred um, at the time of the donation. Yes. That's, well, that, that, that's that's an important point because I think an awful lot of times these pictures are. Um, printed without the copyright message on them. Right. Without so they're proper attribution. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've always tried to make sure that, and when people have asked me about it, I've said, you know, you got to make sure that you get the special collections mentioned there as the holders of the copyright. We uh, appreciate that. <laughs> so, um, so you hold the negatives now. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's a total of seven in in this series. Do you have all seven negatives? I believe we do. Yes, we have seven negatives. Um, I, well, I, there was there were I think six taken by John Bon Johnson, mm -hmm. and then there was a seventh one we assume was taken by a uh, a PAO for the base. Well, uh, there are two two of the debris or reputed of, of the of the weather balloon um, that um, you your your colleagues have said that we do not have. But the seven that we do have include pictures of the of a an intact round weather balloon. Okay. Okay. So there 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 were additional pictures that I, I guess are part of that package that do not um, relate are, to what was going on in Ramey's office at the time. Right. Exactly. Okay. And we should make it clear because there's good, good people going to hound me about this if I don't make it clear. Okay. Uh, I believe that the material in Ramey's office is not the material that was brought from Roswell, based on the descriptions provided by Jesse Marcel Sr., uh, by Brigadier General um, Thomas 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 Dubose. His name I wanted to say Twining, but it's Thomas Dubose. Uh, in interviews, it said that the material that was in Ramey's office is not the material that had been brought from Roswell. So mm -hmm. when you look at the photographs, mm -hmm. it's clear. That mm -hmm. what you're looking at is a weather balloon right. and and a, a degraded radar target. And the information provided by two of the people who were in the room at the time, uh, and that would be Marcel and DuBose, said that's not the material that was brought from Roswell. There's a third guy that was in the room, and, and that's the, the other picture, the seventh picture of Irving Newton. And he... Uh, has said that when he got there, that's all he saw was the weather balloon. He doesn't really know any anything else about that. So there are those pictures there. You have those. These were scanned at ver in various conditions, various lighting, various right. contrast, doing all right. kinds of on various various pieces of equipment, um, right. and and they ended up with. Uh, 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 a, a large number of photographs, didn't they? Yes, yes, they did. And it was, um, I have to say, it was um, a real joy to have the team here. Um, they were very um, careful in handling the negative and very conscientious about um, the lighting. And, and they monitored, even brought a thermometer to monitor the the um, temperature of the um lighted surface that the negative was sitting on um, for underlighting and just to, they were um, intensely uh, concerned about um, maintaining the integrity of the negative and not causing any damage to it. So we were greatly, we greatly appreciated that. And one of the things that, that was accomplished here, which is really not all that important, was uh, they were able to get the full negative. And oftentimes when we see these pictures uh, published in books and things like that, it's only part of the, the, the center of the negative, you might say. And there's a lot of other details around the photograph that are on the pictures that they were able to uh, secure at that time. Right. They were here two full days. 
And I think we spent probably close to a full day in the um, biology department in their in their lab with the microscope. And I, I should point out, it took us two years to arrange this too, because of mm-hmm. of uh, all the all the things. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac, and I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your fillet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. It went on ancillary to that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go off on a tangent here because we're, we're coming up against uh, a break in a few moments. And I just wanted to save that, um, and, and we'll get more into this a little bit later, that a, a website is being created so that anybody who's really interested in this can get the highest resolution scans. They can see uh, what went on. They, they'll get a lot of information about how all of this progressed at the time. Right. Uh, and, and so that if they're interested in doing research uh, about the, the Ramey memo or trying to decode it themselves, that's uh, something that... Uh, can be accomplished by looking at the, the material on the website. I'm not sure if that's active yet, and we'll get, get to that in a minute. Um, so, like I said, when we come back, we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about some of the other things that went on, and I'll be putting up some more information about this at my blog at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com, and we will return right after this. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. 
It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. And as promised, we are back. I'm talking with Brenda uh, Clerken, who is uh, a team member at the University of Texas at Arlington Special Collections, where the uh, negatives for the Ramey Memo are being housed. And I thought before we get to the website and some of the other things, I would I would kind of give a brief history of how I got involved in this sort of okay. sort of thing, which comes. Many, many years ago, uh, when I began the Roswell research, we learned that, of course, there were these these photographs that had been taken in Ramey's office, and I was trying to trace them down. And um, the original message, copyright material, I had said that it was from the Bettman Photo Archives. I wrote to them, and they said, no, those pictures had been uh, gone somewhere else. And um, I knew that it had been taken by uh, the fellow at the... Fort Worth Star Telegram, and I asked them about it. They pointed me to the special collections. I talked to, I didn't talk to, I wrote to a woman there named Betsy Huden, and this was like 1989, so it's a long time ago, and she said that somebody else had just been in there looking at it, and he was the guy that took the photographs, which was J. Bon Johnson. Oh, okay. And I had uh, asked if she could tell me how to get in touch with him, and she didn't feel right about doing that. Mm-hmm. But but I, I suggested, if I send you a letter, would you forward it to him? Mm-hmm. And she said she'd be happy to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she did, and he called me, and then we got, got involved in this. About the same time, I know Don Schmidt was talking about being able to actually read the memo, to, to read the memo. Uh, I think the idea was originally um, – uh, suggested by by Brad Sparks in like the mid 1980s when when we were looking at when they were looking at the the photographs and that sort of thing. So it's a long history of that. And from that point, others have attempted to read the memo, including, including Dr. Rudiak, who you met when the the team was there in in Texas. Um, and there's other John Bon Johnson had a team that he was trying to get. Um, to look at the photograph and that sort of thing. And there's been various interpretations of it, but it's, it's one of these things where you're kind of looking at it uh, and, you, and, and you might see what you want to see. You know, it's kind of a faces in the cloud type thing for, mm-hmm. for some mm-hmm. of it. I know David Rudiak dis, disagrees with that. He thinks that, that, that he, can, he can read it pretty well. And the whole purpose of this activity then was to see if with modern technology um, – and, and better capability of scanning the materials and everything that we had, uh, could we um, resolve it to a point where it could be be read? And some some of it can be read. I mean, there's with the magnifying glass, you can read some of the words and they're very clear. But um, the way he was holding the photograph and by uh, the the memo, and and by that I mean Ramey, mm-hmm. and the way he was turned to the camera and the distance from from him to the camera, I think. Um, one of the team members, Simon, said if he'd only been a foot closer uh, when he'd taken the photograph, uh, yeah. we would have a better chance. Or if it was uh-huh. just a little bit more straight on. Um, but, you know, that that was a thing that they were attempting to do down there with the with the assistance of of the uh, uh, people there. And like I said, there's 
a website under development, and I don't know if it's it's up for public scrutiny yet or not. Is it, what, do you know what the status is? It's it's very very close. It's very close. But I know you and your team were looking for a way to um, have a discussion around um, the content of the telegram. And we propose to you that the University of Texas at Arlington Libraries create this website to showcase our negatives and the work that you have done on them. And I think it's a very nice collaboration. Well, I think and the point is it, it allows anybody who's interested in this seeing the best resolution scans mm-hmm. and possibly download those and imply, apply, not imply, apply, mm-hmm. uh, technology as it grows to see if they can do that. And there's mm-hmm. just been some discussion about about that, some of the latest technologies available through uh, Adobe uh, Photoshop and that sort of thing that might help us resolve some of this. Uh, and it gets down to the uh, digitalization, the pixelation of the, uh, of, the, of the negative. And the problem there is... Um, I, I guess there's some dirt and debris that has accumulated on the negative over the years. Yeah, it's from 1947. So, <laughs> so and, and that kind of complicates the issue a little bit, but they're looking at um, uh, you know, uh, a negative, and, and there's, there's um, uh, masking elements in the negative. Uh, the word I'm searching for is escaped me at the moment, but there's uh, problems with the halides of silver and the way everything is clumped and and put together on the negative so that you can see it. And it's an attempt to separate some of that because when you get down to the microscopic levels, which they were looking at, um, that debris and those elements in the negative kind of disguise some things once mm-hmm. in a while. Mm-hmm. Did you did you notice that as you were looking at it under these high-resolution scans? I was... I was observing the whole process, so I did not look that closely um, because David was the primary um, person that was working with um, the graduate assistant um, in the biology department and with Kathy Spitzenberger here in the library um, in doing the, the uh, digitization. So I was I was an interested bystander and in just walk, watching the process and and just making sure that everything that our negative was being handled properly. And, and we should point out that uh, Simon is a high-ranking police official whose specialty is forensic uh, mm-hmm. analysis. And mm-hmm. Jerry, Jerry, the we're going family style deal because I want a bite of your Big Mac and I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your fillet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. It has a similar background. So the two uh-huh. of the people on the team were, this is what they did do did do for a living or they do for a living. Uh, and they've, they've continued to kind of work on it to see if um, new developments will allow us to read it uh, in a way that everybody can do it so we all agree on what it says. Right, uh, right. And it was fascinating to talk to both Jerry and Simon, too, just about their experience. And, and uh, it was – I thoroughly enjoyed those two days when your team was here. Is, it was, this was kind of a special arrangement, though, wasn't it? I mean, it, was. it's, it, it was. wasn't something that you guys normally do. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Um, um, yes, we made um, special arrangements. Um, and uh, we're happy to um, be a part of this. Well, the um, the interesting thing is, and, and I point this out because because uh, we don't want people just showing up at the door. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> saying, we'd like to see this negative mm-hmm. now. I mean, it mm-hmm. it was a process that took about two years to get everything arranged and make sure that the university was protected and the copyright was protected and that uh, the negative was protected and everything worked out that way. So mm-hmm. it, it, it was a long, involved process that yeah. way. I have, di- have, yeah. Our digital creation department did the, the website, and I think they've done a fine job. So. I would not argue that point with you. So the um, uh, the the whole thing uh, was was something that was very specially organized to do this special thing. Have you done similar things in the um, 
in the, in the past for other other elements of the, of the special collections? We do have um, a a major website called A Continent Divided, which highlights our uh, Mexican War materials, and but it has a much broader focus and includes graphics and the broadsides that you talked about, um, manuscript um, letters and diaries and journals, and um, so there's thousands of pages in that. This is um, this is the only one that we've done with such a narrow focus, but we also have a um, digital gallery and the the Roswell negatives are included in that as well. Um, uh, if you Google uh, UTA digital gallery, um, you can find that quite easily. So, so but we're, we're getting involved in more and more digital work. But 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 you're saying these negatives now the are, are these the uh, scans that were made with with the team there a couple of years ago no, or are these no no those those we what's up in our digital gallery are are um, JPEGs and um, uh, the ones the the website that's specifically highlighting the Ramey memo is on its has its own unique website and those have very high resolution images and that that website will be up uh, in a matter of days matter of weeks um, I I've it's I'd have to check with our web developer it's uh, very very close I've um, I know um, I've looked at it and you all, all you all have looked at it and I just don't know when it's it, it's up it's up now actually so should we tell people how to find it? I would think that would be a very nice idea. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. If you go to library.uta.edu forward slash Roswell, that will take you there. So it's library.uta.edu yeah. oh, forward slash Roswell. Let's see okay. if it takes me there. Um, so that people want to see what and, and the better resolution scans are on on that website. Is that correct? Yes, and it's called the Roswell UFO Incident. <laughs> in in case you can't figure that out. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, if I if I walk in on the street and want to see special collection, see something in the special collections, is mm -hmm. is there a, a process I need to go through? Um, what, what, how, how do I gain access to the special collections, I guess, is a better way of asking okay. the question. Um, the wonderful thing about these materials being in special collections is that we are not um, uh, serving just UTA faculty, staff, and students. We, um, our clientele includes the general public. So anyone can come and see anything that we have. Um, so we do ask... Um, our patrons to fill out an application to use our materials. They're asked for um, contact information, and they were asked to provide a photo ID so uh, we know that they are who they say they are. Um, we will ask them to store their personal belongings. Um, they can use their um, a laptop computer or a tablet, um, and we'll give them the prettiest pink paper they've ever you've ever seen to write on if they need to take <laughs> handwritten notes. But we do, there are some guidelines in using the materials. Now, these negatives uh, now are uh, being held in our brand new cold storage vault. It's a state of the art um, cold storage. Our negatives are um, being stored at 38 degrees Fahrenheit. And we were starting to see some deterioration. Um, it's called vinegar syndrome um, with some of our acetate negatives, the earlier ones. And um, by putting them in this cold environment, 38 degrees Fahrenheit, 30% relative humidity, we're extending their life by approximately 500 years. So it was um, an $800,000 project that was underwritten by a, a National Endowment for the Humanities grant in addition to other private funding sources. Um, and uh, we've just populated, we've just moved our, our um, uh, negatives into the, the vault um, May and June of last year. Well, so, I'm going I'm to come back in 500 years and check this out and see if <laughs> I it, think, it, yeah, it's you still should. there. 
we're going to have we're going to have to take a quick break here. Okay. Uh, and before we get to our last segment and chat a little bit more about this and maybe give some more information about the Ramey memo. And I will put this information, especially about the contact information, up on my blog at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com so that people can use their computers to look at this stuff and uh, suggest that if you have uh, something you want to look at at the special collections, I mean, uh, as a someone outside, that you contact the special collections before you just show up at the front door with, with your request. Right. We will... Um... Some, some materials, I mean, things that are in cold storage, we have to uh, wait 24 hours. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and on The Secret to Everything, we will merge the practical with open investigation into all realms of the mysterious. We will talk to cutting-edge alternative health practitioners, those who inspire and motivate you in business and life, and of course, we will share stories of the paranormal, conspiracy, and cryptozoology. You will transform because of the frequency I carry, the frequencies my guests carry. Life may never be the same after you listen to this program. For the secret to everything is for you, the listener. For those who desire more in every area of their lives and believe that it can still be found. Listen and discover thesecrettoeverything.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, 
than 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an eight-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. And as promised, we have returned. I'm uh, joined with Brenda McClurkin here from the University of Texas at Arlington Special Collections. And when we went away, uh, we were talking about how the average person could get in to see some of the um, uh, materials in the special collections. And I wanted to make sure that we got that in completely. Uh, you were saying that the, the negatives in the special vault that cost $800,000, this uh a controlled atmosphere vault. Um, it requires at least 24 hours notice before you can take negatives out of it. Well, um, we it takes 24 hours for the negatives to acclimate um, because they're in a 38 degree temperature. We can't just take them out and and put them in a room and regular room temperature. So um, we we do um, pull negatives um, every day. And we have a highly complicated um, uh, system of uh, making the transition. They go into a picnic cooler, really, is what it is. And uh, they stay there for 24 hours until uh, they come to room temperature, and then we can make them available. So it's always a good idea to let us know uh, in advance that you're coming, that one's coming, and what you're interested in seeing. So that helps us do a better job in preparing for our patrons' visits. So, uh, like I said, I mean, we want to make sure everybody understands that, you know, you're ob obviously willing to share the materials in the special collection with anybody who'd like to see it. Mm -hmm. But as a courtesy, you should announce that you're coming. You shouldn't just decide, let's go to the special collections today and see what we can see. Right. But um, make some arrangements before you get there so that you can see everything you want to see in the in the proper time frame. Let me put you on the spot here. Okay. Uh, since you've you've had a a passing interest in the Ramey memo. Uh, what do you think about the whole thing? <laughs> in what way? Um, it does, it's the, what I see in the photos, it, it does not look like UFO debris to me at all. Um, so are you talking about the, the text of the, the memo? Well, no, I, I, no, I'm thinking about mostly the, the whole is it possible that that there was a UFO crash at Roswell and some of the uh, – um, well, obviously the material in the photograph is a weather balloon. I mean that's, mm -hmm. that, that's a given. I mean mm -hmm. nearly everybody says yes. Uh, some people think that some of the real debris is hidden among the weather balloon debris. Uh, I think Jesse Marcel actually said that they put brown paper over some of the debris and the um, – uh, to disguise it and then scatter the weather balloon stuff on top of it. Oh, on top that of it. Sort of, mm -hmm. on, uh, that sort of thing. But I, I'm thinking more the general idea. Um, you're not really a UFO person, but you, no. uh, you kind of I, uh, the idea that there was a UFO crash at Roswell. Is this something that you consider uh, as being possible? Well, I guess anything's possible. It. I. I don't really have an. Don't have an opinion. I. I'm interested in the, the the historical evidence as a historian and an archivist and and documenting what's there. It's it's interesting to think about if there was a UFO crash, what happened to that debris and to the um, aliens that were allegedly on board. So it's 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 an interesting um, conundrum. And well, that kind of spins me off into another question here, because mm -hmm. you say uh, as a historian, you're interested in the history of it. Mm -hmm. um, but but uh, if you're looking at, say, the Texas Revolution materials, do you have a, a, a more interest in that kind of thing? Or are you still looking at it from a from a kind of a different perspective to coin a phrase? Um, well, I, I guess with the Texas Revolution um, 
Um, I have a great interest in that. Um, I'm not a native Texan, but I got here as soon as I could, and, and I <laughs> love Texas history. Uh, and there's so many more sources of that information as far as um, the documents, uh, printed sources. There's um, uh, uh, correspondence and diaries and um, journals and maps, and you know it, com it comes in so many different. Um, formats. This is, I mean, it's it's a huge incident, and it, it would have um, tremendous impact if it was verified. Um, and uh, it, so, but the it's I guess it's it's the sources of that information are not as widely. Um, I don't know what I want to say. Widely um, authenticated, disparate, yeah, as it is for uh, uh, something that lasted for years. Yeah. Did you do you do you ever go into some areas of the special collection and just sort of look at stuff uh, because you can? <laughs> that well, things that interest you. Uh, I've been in special collections almost 15 years, and I drive 90 miles a day to get here to come and to and from work. And the the joy of my job is every day is a day of discovery from something that I haven't seen before, and to working with um, people to bring new new old materials into the library, and and you know just just working with, for instance, your team. I mean um, that this was very uh, stimulating um, and interesting. Um, activity and I thrive on that sort of thing when not to pin you down but when you say mm -hmm. you drive 90 miles every day is that mm -hmm. round trip or just one round way? trip round trip okay yeah. uh, I, I asked that only because uh, back in the olden days when I lived in Texas I lived out in mineral wells mm -hmm. which is um, where the uh, Fort Walters was the uh, right. primary helicopter school yes. uh-huh and and so I just wondered if you lived out in that direction or some other I direction. I do. I live just down the road in Weatherford. Oh, I was going to bring up Weatherford. The one thing I remember, you go to Weatherford, you had to drive around the damn courthouse yes, to get to Fort Worth. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Weatherford was a nice town, except they uh, tended to stop some of our friends for speeding frequently. Oh, there. oh well, <laughs> it's it's a wonderful community. It really is. We we enjoy living there. In the special collections, is there any other UFO-oriented material that uh, gets questioned very often, or is it is this really kind of it with the Ramey memo? Uh, this is it, and really, um, of the over 4 million negatives in the Fort Worth Star-Telegram collection, this is by far our most uh, widely requested um, image. Do you, uh, if, if somebody asks you to make prints of it and send them to you, do you do that sort of thing? Uh, I mean, not for free, of course, but would you right. make prints well, for people? We, um, they can they can download those JPEG files off of our digital gallery for free, and I'm the, you can download off of the Roswell UFO incident uh, website at no charge. But um, yes, we we can provide um, a, a scan. We there's a ten dollar preservation fee uh, for that, and we do. Um, uh, charge a, a publication fee if it's if it is a commercial publication, but otherwise for scholarly use or personal use, um, there's there's no publication fee charged. So what we're saying here is you can get access to almost the best material possible on the Ramey Memo now through the internet. You don't have right. because when I began we had to order pictures, mm -hmm. and I know that uh, Stan Friedman had paid someone. Oh, probably 20 years ago now to go to the University of Texas at Arlington mm -hmm. Special Collections and collected the negative to take it out to be scanned mm -hmm. so that we, at that at time the best resolution scans that would be available and then of course uh, return it to them and, and now uh, <clears throat> if I wanted the Ramey memo I would I could send you an email and you'd say hey here's how it, it, it's on the internet you can uh, download it yourself here in a matter of seconds right Right. Yeah. And but there is uh, is a publication fee for that. And and the well, other thing. Well, no, I, not if you down if if if, well, if, it's, I, if it's to be used in a commercial publication. Yes. Then yes. yes. We we, we uh, would like to be contacted for permission to publish. Okay. And that's that's an important point because I know a lot of this stuff <clears throat> on the it circulates on the internet without the um, mm -hmm. um, the proper credit being given in the. Uh, right. uh, 
that sort of thing. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask you quickly, because we're really, really running out of time here, is you say there are 4 million negatives in the Sport uh, Star Telegram uh, archive? Right. Right, and it's um, we haven't counted every one of them, but we estimate be at least four million, and some some have esti estimated four point eight million. We've got over five million negatives in our um, collection, and that's why the cold storage vault was an imperative for us, or we were going to lose our history. What uh, what's the earliest uh, photograph you have? We have some daguerreotypes of um, that date back into the eighteen forties. Oh my lord. Mm -hmm. And the Star Telegram, uh, not in the Star Telegram. No, I was going to say, collections. Yeah, in the Star Telegram. In the Star Telegram, we have um, negatives going back to the nineteen mid nineteen twenties. They're glass plate negatives, and in the film negatives, the earliest date back to about nineteen thirty-five. Uh, do you have any Civil War photographs in all of that? Um, yes, yes, we do, um, and we in. A lot of the Civil War materials are, well, we have some that were copied um, uh, by the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, but a lot of those images are nestled into collections of personal and family papers, too. So we really have a wonderful collection. Well, listen, we're right out uh, up against the, uh, the end of the program. I was going to say the deadline, the end of the program here. <laughs> I'd like to thank you for taking time to chat with us, sharing the oh, information. Thank you. About it's gone by so fast. <laughs> it, it does tend to do that. Um, and as, as you say, uh, you can look at the, some of the negatives. You look, go to uh, library.uta.edu forward slash Roswell, and you can bring those up uh, on your home computer immediately, if not sooner. Right. Well, and thank you. For... Of... You're welcome. Uh, no, you were going to say and? I was just going to say there's, there's additional discussion, and, I mean, there's the original negatives plus the work that your team did. So there's lots to look at. Okay, well, thank you very much, Brenda, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll have a chance to chat again at some point. I hope so. And as I say, I'll have more information about this up at my blog at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. And take a look at the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at xzbn.net, and you can take a look at uh, what other people are talking about uh, on all of that. We will return in 167 hours with another show.